Today's the day. Write a new story that you're the hero of. Dream big, be authentic, take action, and remember, be grateful for every moment. It could be your last. Welcome back to the Body and Mind Factory podcast. I'm your host, Blake Morrison. Our co-host is back from overseas. Back. He's back. I've said to our guest today, he's like the wind. He comes and goes. Um, yeah, the best of times. But uh, how was how was Europe, mate? It was awesome, dude. It was a lot of fun, a lot of traveling, and a lot of good experiences. And um, yeah, it was it was really funny. I was saying to Gemma, who's like my sports psych, I was saying to her before I left, I kind of was like in this like bit of funky mindset of this is such a long trip because I was gone for five weeks and it's like a lot of competition and training. And I said to her, you know, I had a dinner with Blake just before I left. And like any time I go to a big comp, I always say to Blake, like any last advice kind of thing. And um, he's like, dude, just enjoy it. He's like, you know, I've heard you say that it's going to be tiring. He's like, cut that shit out. He's like, what you do is pretty incredible. So like, just embrace it. And like that changed like my whole perspective when I was over there. Like even in Russia, I don't know if you've ever been to Russia. It's not the most... It's it's nice, it's a nice place, but like even just being there, I was like, I was like, yeah, this will go out to Russia. Yeah, just, <laughs> our biggest listeners are in Russia. <laughs> yeah. but just being there, I was like, it was incredible. Just kind of step back, we're in a cafe or something. I was like, this is pretty incredible that I have mm. this life. So it was amazing. I saw a lot of beautiful places, and now I'm back. Yep. And then I'll be going again in two weeks. Going again, another, <laughs> another little trip. So we got him so for a little like, little while, um, and uh, I got some good podcasts when I was away. Yeah, so he's done a couple. We're going to share them as well. We will keep them a secret, I reckon, because there's a nice one there uh, from Tom, Tom Daly. Yeah, um, he was he was nice enough to do it. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. And but, he said he would do more. Yeah, he's going to do another one. Yeah, he wants to. But uh, more importantly, today we have a special guest. Uh, this guy, his name is Brian Upton. Um, just to give a bit of backstory, Brian and I met... Uh, a few months ago at uh, P3 on the Gold Coast, which is a recovery centre. So ice baths, magnesium pool, sauna. Normatec. Normatec, compression. Um, it's one place that I is like my daily go-to or, you know, at least I get there. I've got a minimum requirement on my little goals wards over here to get there three times a week is how good it is. And um, originally, B, Bianca... Uh, my partner and business partner and other co-host, <laughs> um, she said, I have to introduce to this guy, Brian. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, you know, and if she rates the person, generally I will because we're very like-minded. Um, she goes, he's incredible, he's inspirational. And he, the first thing that she told, she told me, mate, was that you were battling cancer. And I was like, there is no way. That guy that comes in here and says hello and is chirpy and – Positive, and I was like, yeah, not only that, he'd probably done a 100-kilometer bike ride before that as well. Um, so I got a little bit further down the rabbit hole and, and found out that he is an, a, yeah, a very, very uh, exceptional uh, athlete as well. Um, he he you know, loves the uh, sport of triathlon, and he's, I'll, I'll let him sort of tell you a bit of backstory about his past and what he's done and that kind of thing. But um, to be honest, guys, he's been a, a daily inspiration for me when I go in there and, and see him. And you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, it definitely wasn't sympathy. It was more of like, holy shit, man, you're, you're an incredible human to be uh, fighting a, 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 you know, a possibly fatal battle um, and still rocking up, doing your things, still doing the things that you love. And also still doing recovery. So if I could, mate, uh, maybe we might even lead off with that. Just with, um, I guess, um, what? how's the cancer journey so far? Where, where did it start? What is it all about? Or where are you at with it now? Um, and I guess why we met at P3. Well, why were you there, I guess? So. Thanks, Blake. Uh, yeah, I was going to P3 for pro recovery uh, through, through my training. I'd... Uh, our son, who's 40, had talked me into making a comeback into the sport after 15 years and wanted to do another Ironman. I wasn't too sure whether my body could uh, do that again at the level I, that I'm used to. Yep. Um, and I said, okay, let's give it a crack and, and we'll get back. And, and I'd been doing that and got the, got the legs up to running 100K a week leading into an Ironman. 
Um, so I, I knew I was, I was able to do this. But yeah. again, P3 helped me because of the recovery. Just sorry if I cut you off there, Brian. How old are you? Is it again? I'm not 67. 67. Obviously. Sorry, just to lead you in there as well, yeah, guys. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sitting across the, yeah. road, the, the path from a 21-year-old. This is a 67-year-old saying that he's going to leap back into an Ironman as well, just to give you a bit of context there as well. So we, um, we, we yeah. came back into the sport in, in late 2015, and, <clears throat> and uh, I competed about five half Ironman races, or 70.3 as they call them now. Yep. <clears throat> and, uh, and then when... Um, P3 was opened up in a year and a half ago. Well, obviously started back in there, and, yeah. and that, I just found that that really helped me, especially with the, with, the, uh, with the, not only the compression but also um, the magnesium pools. Mm-hmm. I hadn't at that stage got into the hyperbaric chamber. Yep. That's another story. As, as I got diagnosed with cancer, mm. and uh, I was ready to go and compete in 2017 in a um, half Ironman down in, in, in Melbourne, in the country, <laughs> Shepparton, mm. and um, I knew there was something body just wasn't quite right so I got you know diagnosed with cancer and uh, they rang me up as we were driving up to to um, Shep and we'd been down in Melbourne flew down and drove up to Shep at two hours away and they said yep yeah, yeah you got prostate cancer so so I didn't ca- uh, didn't compete that particular day but in saying that 10 days or eight days later I was in hospital and they operated and, yes. and uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, typically they, they said uh, about a one percent chance of it uh, being anywhere else but your prostate Yep. And uh, okay, well, so be it. But sure enough, once I operated, it was uh, it spread to the bladder, um, and then um, uh, that was okay. They uh, actually in the operation, they accidentally cut my rectum. So just of being three or four days in the in the hospital, I was in there for about eight days. <laughs> so I got out, and I was on the bike uh, within about five or six days in the garage, and, and started just just turning the legs over. And, and, the, and the biggest thing right there was getting back into the water because even though I had internal stitching. Mm. I just wanted to get back in the water and just move the body. Yep. I think it's important when you go through anything that's um, damaging, like in, I don't know, it's cancer or something else, you just got to get movement back in. Yeah, blood flow back in. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, uh, P3 had come about. And, you know, so, uh, yeah, that was the beginning. And, yeah. and uh, where, where cancer is now, uh, well, I had a, a, every three months. The good thing is I see my oncologist every three months. Yep. So I've got to see a, a long-distance love affair with him. Yeah. The wife approves of this one. And, and, and <laughs> yeah. he keeps on telling me I'm amazing, so I'm, I'm actually seeing him tomorrow. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I hope he's... called thruples. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope he tells me the same thing, but that's, yep. that's where I am with the cancer. So we were speaking just prior to the podcast um, about how you were diagnosed and one of the doctors that was a bit more proactive, which might help a few people out there yeah. as well. So Yeah, I didn't, not at any stage that I think I had cancer at the time. Mm. I just had sore lower back pain, couldn't do my normal even 10, 12K. I wanted to do about 6 or 8K. I just wasn't, it just didn't feel right. Energy wasn't there. Yeah. Uh, so I complained about a sore back. Everything else, and, and uh, he did the blood test, mm-hmm. and uh, blood, good, energetic uh, young doctor who was just eager to, to, to follow through. I think it's probably the key. Yeah, know. and he followed through. So now we're going to do a bit more than this, and, and do the blood test, and we're going to go off and do some other testing, and and uh, we did. And yeah, even though my reading in comparison uh, to, to high, it was a high cancer, uh, aggressive cancer. They put it down as. But uh, the, the reading was still fairly low in comparison to 4.8, 4.9 or something. So, yep. uh, Whereas normally at that level, it would probably be a, a, a six and a half, seven or even higher. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, so good. You know, thank the doctor for being yeah. being proactive. Mm. Um, and uh, we, we went from there. But yeah. if, even when I when they said, yeah, you've got cancer, okay, well, so be it. Let's just deal with it and, mm. and uh, move on. Yeah. You know, it's not the end of the world, you know, because... Uh, you just got to make the most of what you've got and, yeah. and, and uh, enjoy it. Yeah, exactly right. Mate, I guess that sort of, yeah, leads us on to, because um, I think it may sort of extend us into your past a little bit because there has to be something where that mindset has come from um, because uh, I know, I think, I, we were talking a little bit about legacy before. Now, one of my, well, I talk about that a lot, um, and one of my things about legacy is, um, one of the legacies I want to leave is that when I was dealt a bad card or, you know, um, which things that's going to happen in life, uh, if you live long enough, you're going to get dealt a couple of them. Um, you, I want to be the person people can lean on, um, you know, and not leaning on people and, and stand up in face of adversity. So 
obviously that type of mindset that you had about, right, let's just get on with it. Let's, you know, let's be positive and all that kind of stuff. had to come from somewhere. So where do you think that was extended um, I, from, from a young age? Yeah, or, I, I, I think I mentioned to you earlier that uh, way back when I was you know, 18 onwards, I, I, I started barefoot water skiing. Yep. Uh, it's pretty tough body-wise because you're barefooting backwards, you're doing tumble turns, you're doing, and you're going to competitions, going over the barefoot jump and yep. all that sort of stuff. <laughs> and, um, so I, I, I learned to just – I wanted to achieve things, you know, and for my the kids were really young then, um, but I want them to be proud of something that – and let's have a go. Mm, yeah. Teach them to have a go. Effort is... It, it doesn't matter where you finish in something, but at least have a go. Yeah. Uh, and thankfully, our, our kids are all adults and growing up. We've got kids of their own now that they've learned to do that. Mm. Uh, I suppose, unfortunately, my, my, my son, our son, taken on the sport of triathlon, so he wants me to keep, keep going. <laughs> keep pushing him. But, but yeah. that's okay. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and, and even in, in doing that, um, one of the, I was in the hotel industry for years, 25-odd years, um, and back in, in Melbourne, and at one stage, back in 83, I think it was, I saw a poster for the Coolangatta Gold. Yep. Never been on a ski board, never been on a board paddle, never swum 3.8k, all that sort of, that was just not yeah, I nonsense. Yeah. And I just said, I was looking for a child, giving up barefoot skiing, just, just giving it up, and, and uh, I said, I can do that. So I actually went started <laughs> training for it. It came up with one of my customers and uh, came up and, and did the Coolangatta Gold. Right. Um, the very first one. So, yeah. And again, it didn't matter where I finished. I just wanted to no, do it. I just it. wanted to, yeah, just compete and, yep. yeah. Yep. and better uh, yourself. Yeah. Fortunately, I met someone there, just another athlete, that had been to Hawaii the year before. Mm-hmm. And Hawaii, the, the, the Ironman in Hawaii was fairly new. They only started in about 77, 76, and this was, we're talking 83, so it was mm. very, very new. We went back to Melbourne, was at a hotel to run, and... Um, Got into the sport of triathlons, and, and uh, that's where the rest of the history went from there. Yeah, with your triathlon now, it's 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 a funny thing, Ironman. Um, so when I first started Ironman myself, like you know, doing that sort of type of competition, I'd watch the wine run on TV. Um, I'd watched uh, like guys like um, Bevan and yep. that kind of thing. Yeah, so I knew that like, the, the Olympic distance was sort of there. I didn't really know. I just wanted to do triathlon. I was a rugby league player, so those two things didn't really match up. <laughs> um, couldn't train at the same time you for each other. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. So even now when I ride my bike, everyone's like, look at the massive gorilla that's coming along. It's like the bike doesn't fit my yeah. body shape. Yeah. Um, it's like but evolution in my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and so... I think, like, I, I guess no one will quite know because you see this wine Ironman and you just think, oh, yeah, well, I'd like to do that. Um, but I think what people don't know is you actually have to qualify for that. So essentially, without going too scientific with it, you have to be in the top ten of your... Generally, generally you've got to be in the top three or four. Yeah, sorry, of, right, of yeah. Your, of your age group. Age group yeah. Sometimes you've got to be, you know, you know number one. Yeah, one, yeah, you, yeah. In some age, it, it's all based on the number of athletes per age group. Yep. So there's a big number of eight in, competitors in your age group. There's mm-hmm. going to be five or six or seven or eight spots. Yep. If there's less, if there's only 20, there might only be one spot. Mm. So you got to win. Yep. Uh, and these times, guys, honestly, it's, it's hard to even fathom for some people, like, what the time you would have had to have gone to actually qualify for that, mate. So, like, the – I don't know how to – portray that through a microphone but how hard it actually is to do that is yeah like I, I the guy, people that know me I I'm probably in my age group now currently I'm about three hours off qualifying so I'd probably do like 11.50 or something like that or a 12 hour Ironman um, I've done a five hour 20 half Ironman um, yep. so you know I'm, I'm around that. so like yeah to me it's like just, yeah, there's hours to make up. <laughs> Not sure where I'm going to make those up just yet, but that is time and practice and, you know, that kind of thing. So, you spot on that, but it's time and practice. And it's, race day in anything, to me, is the combination of what you've achieved leading into that race. Mm-hmm. Race day should not be the hardest day of your life. Yeah. Some training days should be the hardest <laughs> yeah. day of your life because yeah. you've been able to get the mindset right, you've been mm-hmm. able to get the body right. And, I didn't think at 65 could I come back and start running 100k a week after riding and running and riding and swimming through the week as well. Mm. But there's a way to do it, and it didn't, we didn't go out uh, to run 35k in one hit. Or, 
we ran 16, 17K in the morning, 10 or 12 at lunch, and then a 5 or 6 in the afternoon. Mm. But when you do that three days a week, plus a couple of longer days where you just run 18, 20K, yep. suddenly you run 100K for the week. Mm. You go, I think leading into the Ironman this time around, uh, the body's older, 65, but you, you can't. You, it, it's, it's just stupid to think that you can go out and do two days of 35K running. <laughs> yeah. It's madness anyway yeah, because you don't need to do that. Yeah. It's proven, science has proven that you can do shorter yeah, Accumulation of small efforts will be, yeah, exactly. Same right. result. Yeah. Uh, and, and I found that I was, not only was I stronger, I was obviously more mm. confident. Yeah. I'm trying to teach Hayden that at the moment. He wants because one of my guys that I'm coaching for the Gold Coast Marathon, he just asked for more Ks, and I'm like, you don't need them. <laughs> I'm not giving you junk. You're not a junk runner, so I'm not giving you junk miles. I want you to run the ones. That... He's doing. He's up to about 100. I think he's peaking at about 107 Ks this week wow. for the um, his the you know, Gold Coast Marathon, which is okay. five weeks away. Yep. We're going to then taper yep. down to about you know 60, yep. 70, yep. and then yep. back out to 40 or whatever. But yeah, he's sort of like I was asking those things. You know, like I need a bit more. And I'm like, oh, I just don't think you do. I think. If you're doing them efficient enough, then we're rock and roll, so I think. Yeah, yeah break them down. Uh, I think it's a bit more because he's got a young child, so he, he's like, I want to spend – give me a big one so I can spend the afternoon with him and, and things like that. Yeah, you're right, though. It's – um, yeah, you set out with – obviously, we know we're going to the Ironman, but then it becomes a cumulative of small efforts leading to it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and, and you've got to, you've got to be going to a, a main event, whether it be Hawaii or, or a world championship or whatever you're going in to do. You've got to know in your mind that you've done the work. Mm. Yep. You've done the work. Um, and, and a lot of people have done the work, but they don't think they've done the work as well. So yeah. that, that's the other challenge. You, yep. You've got to be confident with what either your coach has given you or confident in your own you know, training, ability. Own yeah. ability. So, yeah, yeah sure. I really have done the work. I know yep. I can just do this. And, um, mm. and, and Yeah, so. Um, that's I'll, definitely something that's not, uh, it's not given though, I, I find, because – a few people have asked me sometimes because sometimes you end up with a better result than what your training actually has led out to, and they're like, "How did you do that?" And you think, "Well, I don't, I can't put my finger on what that is, but yeah, belief would be one of them." 100%. And then your effort in you your be training. Able to see before you, you, yeah, I've always seen it and, and believe it, mm. uh, and then well, yeah, the yeah. old saying, you, "You'll achieve it," yep. that, and that's so true to the because yep. you got to see it and, and, and just keep on seeing it in your eyes. Mm. If, if you want to win, if that's what you're after, well, you got to see that win. Yeah. That um, was how BMF was created, mate. So it's dream, believe, create, succeed. That sits underneath my um, banner of BMF for seven years. And and now I'm in a facility that's five times the size I ever thought I would have been capable of. And I train uh, five times the amount of people that I ever thought that I could see in a week sort of thing. And now I've got staff and stuff like that. It's because I did see it. yeah, you know, I, I dreamed that, that this could be a thing, and then you start to believe. Why? And then you, like you said, you coach. Like I, I had business coaches yep. and people helped me along the yep. way, and and even like you know guys around you, they start you know saying you're capable of it. You start believing that, and you go from there for sure. Uh, you were also saying that you worked for a company uh, a while ago that were built on like growth and yep. you know challenge yeah, high achievers and yeah, yeah. And, and uh it was funny because that they all it was all about not all about sorry it was a we went for different trophies different mm. things and, and they did the trophies in different sizes yeah so, so and, and, and in sets and different sizes so in a particular set it'd be this high then the next one would be the second high then this and my goal was always to get the full set <laughs> yeah, on those plus that one and that one and then we'll, yeah. and then we'll get to the next lot of stuff yeah you know? uh, and then yeah. they brought out one where it was quarterly well I want I think I got the third quarter and the fourth quarter and the next year I got the first and the second quarter so, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. so I always wanted to get a full set but, yeah. but but that was something that I it's, you know they said I'm like it was just a uh, a goal yeah um, and uh, always they taught you that that, that um you know, aim for the moon, mm. you always reach the stars. In yep. other words, over, we talked about it before. Yeah, over, always, overachieving. Over, over, yeah. uh, over aim yep. as such. So you belittle what mm. you really need to be able to achieve. Yep. Um, and, and that's the same with, with, with uh, training. Mm. It's just uh, it's the same thing. Yeah. Uh, if, if you're done, you're never going to go and do it well. You can these days now, but run 100K. But if you yeah. know you've done 100K, mm. um, well, I can run 42. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Because yeah. my, my aim now, now that I've done so many Ironmans, mm. 
I really want to do an ultra Ironman. Yeah, far out. <laughs> uh, because because it's, it, to me, it's the next step. I think. Yeah. And forget about the age, and, and sure, yep. I know if I do it next year or the year after, I will be the, the oldest the oldest in Australia to do it. It's a byproduct. Like, it's irrelevant. To, it's irrelevant because yeah. it's about going out, and, and it's not a race. It's actually over three days in one day. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, just, just mm. put a game. Just, just, just do it. Yeah. That's what he's going to say. And, uh, yeah, definitely. And you've been back. It's like, I guess it's... Um, it's nice to hear, like that. You know, the environments you've been in and the environment you created for yourself is based on being challenged, and and that's actually a good thing. It's like a, it's a positive thing to be challenged, not, um, and maybe not reach every you know, the challenge that you set, but it's the growth. Have a go. Saying, I, know, so, I mentioned yeah. earlier, you know, we've got three three adult chick kids and obviously grandchildren now, and, mm. and uh, actually one of the grandkids today. Uh, finished fourth in a, I think, in a hundred meter, and in fourth or fifth in a, in a two hundred meter. Yep. But he had a go. Yeah, he had a go, and yep. he finished the race. It didn't yep. matter whether he was sixth or seventh or fourth or first. You yep. know, sure, he wanted to win, mm. but he had a go at it yep. and, and did you know, exactly right. Yeah. Because everybody has has um, um, uh, will we'll find an elite in something that they're very good at. Yep. And it may not be particularly what they think they, they want to. Yeah, yes, yeah, no, I know. Something yeah. else will come about. You yeah, know? it might not be in the running. It might be in the bike. Or it might be in something else, mm. gymnastics, whatever it yeah. might be. You know? I think that was me for uh, rugby league. I really, <laughs> I, really, I really wanted to be <laughs> as best as I could there. I went as high as I could, but I think I'm a better coach than I'm a well, rugby are, league see? player. So, so yeah, yeah. 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 No, you're right though, because it is. It's sort of yeah. We I sort of talk to the guys. And my one of my sort of side passions is like to to be able to do a, a multiple things. So I actually like that I'm a bit bigger, that I can, you know, bench press heavy, I can Olympic lift, I can do a handstand, and then I can do a triathlon as well. That's my thing. Now that's obviously going to impede this, the pace that I'm going to do the triathlon, but I'm okay with that. You know, so it's sort of like I can go and do one though, so I'm happy with that, And but I can do a handstand as well when I finish the race sort of thing. So it's sort of, yeah, this, and it's funny. And people think, they're going to be, but you'd be really good at trials if you lost 10 kilos. I'm like, yeah, but I'm not willing to give up. Yeah, this one for that. So yeah, I'm happy to sit in the middle with it. But utility, man. Yeah, yeah, the utility. I, I, I was yeah. fortunate in the beginning of my triathlon years that I uh, I was able to, just, just pure coincidence, I was able to train with the best. Yeah, right, yep. The pros. Mm. Um, yeah, and, you know, the Miles Stewart's, the Chris McCormack's, and, and yeah, so forth, right. and so forth. So, yep. And they're, they're obviously way ahead. But mm. to train and, and to do the same type of training uh, yeah. schedule, yep. At a different pace. It's a different pace, yeah. But it's schedule. The yeah. environment. The environment. Mm, yeah. It just, it just gave you confidence yeah. and, and uh, experience. Mm. And, and, and they give you ideas without even – they're planting yeah. seeds in your head. Yeah. You don't even know. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. 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 If I, I did step away from it before, how many times did you qualify for world champs or for Hawaii so far? Or what's uh, for, for Hawaii, I've done, I've done Hawaii four times. Wow. Um, yeah. And uh, – First, fortunately, the very first one I didn't have to qualify back yep. in '85. Uh, you just paid your entry. Yep. But then, then you had to qualify. Mm. But where, where I would have qualified over there, based yeah, on right, times. Okay. Yes. And they kept each year they kept on bringing their times down. Yeah. I actually qualified for '88. Didn't do '88, but I actually qualified mm-hmm. for it. Uh, but I thought after three years in a row, I thought I'd better concentrate on the family. And, and yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, it, it is quite a demanding time. <laughs> but, uh, time I was right managing. Very big hotels at the time, and yeah. And, yeah but uh, and and now you, you've got a, so world champs. Um, I've been to world championships in Olympic distance mm-hmm. uh, over in Canada and Australia uh, back in the day. Now I want to qualify again yep. uh, for the half Ironman, what they call seventy point three, yep. uh, which next year will be uh, in Lake Tapa. Okay, yeah, well, that's so, beautiful, yeah. beautiful place, and, yep. and, and I've been there. I was fortunate to go back there in two thousand and one and do a, an Ironman to qualify for Hawaii back okay. in two thousand and one. Yeah, um, and I went over there. I hadn't done. A, I actually hadn't done a, a triathlon for four years. Yep, and I said, "No, nah, I'm going to turn fifty in two thousand and one. Let's just go and do it." And uh, in, in late two thousand, um, I had a knee operation. Come out of there, and, and, and the doctor, the, the, the specialist said, "You won't do any more Ironmans." Wrong person. You don't know me. You don't know me. So I've gone on to do three since then. Yeah, so, there you go. Yeah. So yeah. So six months later, we uh, we raced um, um, New Zealand, and at fifty, my run time over there was actually three forty off the bike. <laughs> 
Uh, so, so he beat so he beat my run time <laughs> fresh in Brisbane for my only marathon just so you know and then and um, I was 25 yeah so, so that was good to do and I was 25 yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then the, the next month I actually started a, a new job I got away from hotels and, and uh, went into the company that was very proactive with aiming high and so forth so that was good and we went across to Hawaii or qualified and went to Hawaii mm. in, in 2001 but leading into Hawaii two weeks out um I'd actually uh, been just for a casual bike ride. We we're going to fly out in three or four days' time. Magpies attacked me. I've fallen off my bike. Ride back from the wall and bar. Was God damn magpies. Yeah, yeah, down there, they're horrible. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. Uh, that one cane. strip is yeah. just so bad. Yeah, yeah. Sort of cane. Yep. So anyway, we rode back and I had a big hole in my arm. Anyway, the, the next day I ended up in hospital because I had blood poisoning. And not unbeknownst <laughs> to me, but my wife picked it up and... And um, so I got in on the, on the Monday, went to the hospital. They operated on me straight away. And I stayed in the hospital, operated on me twice. The following Monday, I got, I got out. The doctor didn't want to give me, release me. To, he said, yeah. I said, well, I'm going. I've already missed one flight. I'm going to book another one. Yeah. My wife's already gone. I'm going over. And he said, Give well, me the fluids. Yeah. He said, well, I better sign you out then make sure he, he was reluctant to do it. So we went over and, and uh, look, there it wasn't a matter of, uh, purely a matter of just doing the race. Yes, yeah. And as yeah. it turned out in 2001, uh, it was a, at the time it was the strongest crosswinds that they'd had in the history of this. Of, of the <laughs> yeah. 60 oh, crosswinds. my God. But anyway, yeah. so, so we did the race and that's it. And, and uh, my wife had pre-warned the kids that, uh, that, that, that Dad may not do it. I said, no, Dad's going to do it and Dad's going to finish. Yeah. Uh, and nice. uh, we did that. Goosebumps. Yeah, so that was, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, um, then then we say, okay, well, I've done enough. I better find something. So, yeah, so mm. that's when I sort of sort set, basically retired from sport until, until late 2015. Yep, and then when the sun yeah, the sparked the yeah, flame again. Yeah, the flame and yep. uh, said, come on, let's do an Ironman. And, and uh, that was a big buzz to do, even though we raced a couple of half Ironmans together late 2015 and mm. leading into early 2016, Geelong, I finished second down at Geelong, got beaten by 400 metres, <laughs> but uh, over a five-hour event. Yeah. <laughs> but, yep. um, and that was a qualifier for the Worlds, at half Ironman too, I was trying to qualify for the yep. Worlds. But uh, we did the Ironman together, and uh, I think I was more nervous for him than I was for yeah, yourself. Yeah, for yourself. Yeah, you know that. But it was a big buzz, it was just purely just to, to be out in the course mm. with, with uh, you, know, you know you've left a legacy then for, for, for your kids to to want to just have a go. Yeah, definitely. You know, and it's, it's irrelevant whether they're first or tenth or, or yeah. have a go. Yep. And, and, uh, definitely. Just, just do it. And they've earned, they've earned the right to be there because they've done oh, the training and all that kind of stuff as know, well. And, yeah. and they, uh, I've given it their enough respect and all yep. that kind of thing as yeah. well. You know? Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, it's, um, I, I have said in the past podcast before, um, you know, because a lot of people in the fitness industry, because you don't have to do – a, a marathon to lose weight. There's this misconception that you have to run to lose weight and you things walk, like that. Just walk. Yeah, walk, walk exactly. Walk, right, walk yeah. or lose this as much weight as 100%, yeah. So it's like, it's actually just habits. You know, you've yeah. got bad habits somewhere at home and you're feeding your face and you need to be walking, yeah, like moving more, you know. So there's this thing where, oh, I've got to go run. Well, no, that's not actually it because from running you should gain something completely different than losing weight yeah. and it's like the mental toughness, toughness that it creates um yeah just that uh physical confidence that you gather by pushing through adversity because no matter what run i've ever been on that's worth while of a distance there's been something like yeah like the back end of cairns half ironman i remember getting to 11k and was doing 440 pace and just thinking i'm, I'm going all right here and then all of a sudden everything just went into shutdown mode and I was like, I'm now focusing on getting from here to that signpost, which is 50 metres away. And the things that I gathered in that last 10 k's for my life would far outweigh yep. the first yep. five hours, you know. So it's sort of, yeah. And it's hard to explain how what you would get from that. And I think people go to Gold Coast Marathon and they do it because they want to lose weight or they do it for these things when they should be doing it for that self-achievement, that self-growth. And that's why I would say to Dom when he's doing his sport, I'm like, Start focusing on actually being in it, yep. being part of it. Like run, when you run down the finishing chute, like remember how hard it was to go for a run on a Friday afternoon when all your mates were ringing you up saying, come have a beer or the Sunday when it was pissing down rain and you didn't want to go and you went. or the Yeah, because it's the training sessions and all of 
the training that puts the growth in it. Because essentially, you know yourself, like Dom's never has run no further than five k. If me, if we said, mate, let's go do the half uh, a marathon today, he'd do it. He'd finish. Like he would just keep walking in that direction. It's not his, it's not his go-to. Exactly right. Yeah, and it, and it wouldn't. You know, I don't think he'd gather a lot from it either because there's no training being done. There's no respect for the you know the the um, <clears throat> the event. It's just like oh, I've just gone and done it. Whereas all that. As you were saying before, all the training stuff is where all the growth sort of comes. It's the base days of fun part. I relate that back to when I had cancer. Mm. Uh, The the biggest thing I I, I made myself do was do something every day. It didn't matter what I did. I I, uh, I either walked or walked, ran, or or swam, or rode my bike. Mm -hmm. But I I mentioned to you earlier that that I created a friendship with it. When I was going through chemo, or Mr. Chemo was my friend. And I'd take him for it and I would talk about whether he liked it. It wasn't about whether I liked it or didn't like it. It was whether he liked it or not. Mr. Kemo didn't like the ride today or he enjoyed it today. <laughs> yeah, it was a good ride today. It was a good ride. He stayed with me today, you know. Yeah. So uh, that was my way of handling the, 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 the negative side of it ever. But as long mm. as I went for, did something in the mornings, it yep. didn't matter. And then the second component of all that was was – Going down the P3. Yeah, and doing getting, some recovery. And, and getting yeah. to that pool. How did the hyperbaric, so they talk about hyperbaric, hyperbaric. Um, uh, being beneficial. Now, it's hard to put, a, I guess, a finger on how it has been beneficial for you, like in the way of a result, but like, did it make you feel better? Did it like... Yeah, uh, the more you, again, I read about it because mm. no one was telling me to go and do it. Yeah. And it wasn't until I told my oncologist that, 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 hey, I've been doing it. How come he would ask me, how come your red and white blood cells are so good? Mm. So, well, I've been in the hyperbaric chamber. Do you know what hyperbaric chamber? Yeah, you know, I know what they do. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. well, what didn't you tell t- me before? <laughs> yeah. Why didn't you sign me up before? <laughs> because it pumps oxygen into your body to get mm. all the blood flow and do every, all the yep. good things in your life. Exactly. So, yeah, I, I just, uh, again, and I've found actually a couple of times doing a hyperbaric mm. prior to a race. The day before I do hyperbaric, yep. I'm totally relaxed mm. the morning of a race. Yep. Even when I did the Olympic distance, the World Championships here, which was six weeks after all treatment. Yep. Um, so I hadn't done a triathlon for 12 months or something because I'd gone through the chemo and all that sort of stuff. And yep. So six weeks after radiation and chemo, I did the World Champs. I, I, could, I, I was totally relaxed and standing at the starting line of the swim. Yeah. And I yeah. put that down to the hyperbaric chamber and the, magne- and the magnesium pump the day before. Yeah. Uh, and jump hit the water, and I just say, I know what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm here. I'm here. I'm, I'm going to just yeah. enjoy it. You know? How and, good. Uh, how good is this? So, yeah, yeah. hyperbaric chamber. And, and I continually use it. Continually. Yeah. I've had a, had a torn hamstring. Um, I had a, PR, a PRP, a plasma re- yeah. injection. Yeah. Injection. And I got straight into the to the hyperbaric for about five days straight, mm. an hour and a half, two hours every day. It's yep. a couple of days, I do it twice a day, yeah, purely right. to get to escalate mm. what that injection is supposed to do. Yeah, definitely. You think so? I think you were in that. There's yeah something with it as well, without being yeah like the oxygen part is the relaxation part. So I found when I did because I broke my hand and cheekbone last year playing footy, and I would jump in there and I'd. Um, yeah, a few little you know, niggles and that kind of thing throughout the season, and I found the exact same thing. And you know, right. the nose breathing because you sort of sit there and you just lay on your back and you breathe through your nose yes. for an hour, and you're just nice and relaxed. And that relaxes, uh, sorry, that relaxed state can let your body do what it's supposed to 100%. do. You know, like instead of just being this stress, like fuck, I'm injured, fuck, I've got to get it right, or um, autopilot. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's because um, a lot of people ask me. And why do you spend so much time there? Because I do. Like the, I, everyone originally, everyone thought it was because Bianca was there. But yeah, it was. It's. I, I think it's a good quality use of my time. Um, instead of me, yeah, like being in a stress state, it puts me in a relaxed state. I make better decisions after it, um, and I feel better. And I just, think, I just say to guys, if I feel better after it, isn't that enough? Like, how much more science do I need to give you? I go in feeling stiff and sore or anxious and 
yeah, whatever, and I come out feeling totally relaxed, totally relaxed and feeling more amazing. calm at home, more calm to, 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 to handle what yeah, is out there, the challenges. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah, and bounce back for the next training yeah. session. Yeah. Or it sounds like of... you have that mentality without the hyperbaric. Sounds like you don't need the hyperbaric chamber. Yeah. Like yeah. He is a hyperbaric chamber. Yeah. 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 You yourself embody the hyperbaric chamber. Mate, you're. I'm sitting over here. Personally, You've ticked off three of my bucket list things, which is uh, doing Ironman because I've only competed in three half Ironmans. Um, I unfortunately trained up to six weeks out to the, my first one and fractured my kneecap, put me in the back burner, and then I signed a footy contract to go back and play footy about two weeks later. So I went, well, I've got to get bigger again. So that was that sort of put that on the back burner, but it's in in the uh, future Blake list. Um, to qualify for Kona and to do the Coolie Gold actually is one of the three three on my list to do in my you know, lifespan. Yeah, the Coolie Gold, um, Coolie Gold was exciting. Well, obviously the very first one. So mm. I can't remember the full distance. I know the swim was three point eight, and the, yeah. one of the board the board paddles about two k, and maybe yeah. maybe an eight k run. I'm just guessing the rest, but yeah, but uh, yeah, it was all new to me. And, mm. and uh, but yeah, I said, said I, uh, yeah, I just took one of my customers with me and and. Um, yeah, um, a notorious customer too, but uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, yeah, it was good. And uh, I think, um, oh, sorry, you go. Oh, sorry. What's one of your like your sporting highlights? Do you like have one that's really kind of a mem- like a memorable one or a favourite one or one that just meant more to you than like they're all very meaningful? But I think probably maybe maybe the very first Hawaiian I met. Yeah, because it was all new and, and, and I didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, and the worst thing you can do, in my my thing is that uh, belief is is you go around and ask people because mm-hmm. if you I, I can say to you, yeah, the, the swim can be rough and tumble, uh, the bike can be hot and windy, and the run can be whatever, all sorts of crazy. So well, if you listen to all that, <laughs> you're going to be scared. Yeah. So you don't want to. You yeah. don't, and I, I find so the same principle with with cancer. I, I didn't. People say, "Oh, go and ring such and such. Go and ring somebody else." And I don't want to know mm. because I'll handle it in, in my in, way. Yeah. In, in a way, I've handled everything. Just just yeah. go through. This it. is my experience. Because people won't tell me about the hyperbaric. People won't tell me to go and run and walk and swim and ride yeah. every day. They won't. They tell me to start stay home, mm, relax. Yeah. 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 Stay on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. you feel sick and you feel this and feel that. Yeah. Well, sure. I knew as it turned out. I, Day four, five, six, and seven were my after chemo each time were my worst days. Mm. Well, after round three on day five, I did a triathlon, mm-hmm. and yet they were my worst days four, exactly. five, six, and seven. So it shouldn't hold you back from doing something. It's yeah. you, your mindset says, Hey, I can go and just go and do this. I'm going to change it. I'm going to change yeah. it. Yeah. It's just because I'm going to be the, the uh, yes. So back the to the question, I think the very first one, and then, then I, I um, well, I'm in with my son. Yeah, mm. I am yeah. with my son because that was just something special. And you guys trained together, didn't no. you? No. Oh, you didn't no. train Oh, okay. No, no. He, lives, he lived, now, now he lives in Wollongong, but uh, he did at the time, three years ago, lived down at Lawn yeah. in Victoria, mm. down along the Red Ocean Road. Yeah. Worked for a major hotel company down there. and uh, So I was always worried, it was so worried, I was concerned whether he had actually done the work. He would no, ring yeah. me and say, I've done such and such, but... How much was in there? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and uh, as yeah. mm. but again, you know, the, the good thing about any Ironman race is it's all about finishing the race. Yeah, it's they don't put a time on your on your on your medal. Your medal, yeah. So it's just about finishing the race. So it's mm. irrelevant whether you do it in twelve hours or ten yeah. hours, unless you want to qualify for yeah, the, yeah. Why? Yeah. yeah, it's a different ball game. But mm. so it's about finishing. So I, I just emphasise to him every time. You just get to that finishing line. That's all you got to do. Just get to. I don't care how you do mm. it. You just get to the finishing line. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's broken. It's broken many a person. I'll tell you that. So, <laughs> and yeah. look, so I went into the race with uh, diarrhea and I had a crooked shoulder. And uh, three days later, I actually got diagnosed with uh, pericarditis, which right. is a swelling around the heart. Nothing wrong with the heart, but the it's swelling. 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 Right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And uh, you got to let it. Yeah. But that had come from. I'd obviously gone into the with an infection. For the, mm. Flu or cold, yeah, or virus or something, yeah, so, yeah. But no excuses, no nothing. I just knew I had to do the race and do it with him. And, and, and uh, you know, <laughs> the, only, the only time it held me back was when I, 
in, in the run, I actually started to try and walk about 100 metres to a closest toilet. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to duck in here. Once I sorted yeah. that out, uh, the rest was fine, and I, I, I just ran, ran home with another 12K yeah. or 14K and finished third. So, you know, again, again, anything's, uh, anything's possible. You just I, mindset. Just uh, I've, I've had people tell me I had to turn around from their run because I got a blister. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, okay. So, uh, yeah. And, and I told him as I saw him along that we would pass at different stages. Mm. Just get to the finish line. Just get to the finish yeah, line. Yeah, Port Macquarie, you would have passed a couple of times on the run. Yeah, 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 yeah times. up my back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just get to the finish line. So, yeah. Such like a simple, like simple, what would you call it, ideology, mm. but very powerful yeah 100 yeah do you have to actually embody that yeah 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 even i think too mate like i'm astounded always by the people that do iron man uh because i know how much time and effort and commitment it takes and and you know physical attributes and all that kind of stuff but generally all of them are always business owners or yep you know, then none of them are like, oh, yeah, I don't work during the day and I just get to do it. It's always the busiest people that are doing it as well. Yeah. And I, I think there's something in that. Like, It is because uh, you then become very time-managed, mm. very time-managed, yep. which is what you don't do if you're not doing something outside of your work. Yes. Oh, I've yeah. got all day to do this or whatever, and then, mm. then that all starts to fall down. But if you need, need to get that work done or you need to get the training done in the morning, set time, it's done. I don't wake up at four. It's not happening at all. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. The training is done. So switch yeah. off from that. Go to work. Yeah. Or however it works for you as a family. Just, yes. Just, you yeah. won't go and finish. For, I got to get the work done and then go train. Work, work. Yeah. Generally, for me at the time, I was managing hotels. Mm-hmm. Uh, so early morning was ideal for me because the bulk of the day was late in the day. Yep. Um, and still be working at ten, eleven o'clock at night. But uh, and you have a family at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had a family, three kids. <laughs> yeah. Three kids. Kids. And, now, kids. and when we're, when we're still doing triathlons up here, um, luckily in Melbourne they're going to the same school. Yeah. But up here the girls went to one school and the son went to another school. Just double drop off. And, well, yeah. yeah. But then yeah. when it yeah. came to sports, it was netball, oh, yeah. basketball, oh, right, one, right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Yeah. rugby for the other. And, yeah. And, and yeah, so. Son, you're playing that ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for us. So you're playing the next. We're playing the next ball. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're playing rugby I, I next must summer. admit, there, there yeah. were some times I didn't get to see those, but but I, I did. did yeah, get still to put the effort in the line yeah. as well. Yeah, what did exactly. your wife say when you said you're going back? Oh, she just knows I'm crazy. <laughs> she just <laughs> she just went, oh, about time. <laughs> I thought it was coming. <laughs> thought you'd go back a lot earlier. It's, it's like <laughs> now I, I say. You don't have to tell me you're going to P3. Yep, I'm going to P3. Yeah, please. Yeah. <laughs> nice. yeah. So, uh, yeah. Awesome. Maybe I'm not. <laughs> but yes, I'm going to yeah. P3. Yeah. yeah. But yes, I am off. Yeah. Well, that's incredible that she yeah. supports you. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah, always, yeah. always supported me. Well, I've taken her to exotic places. Taken her to oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I actually, like, yeah, I, I'm, even if you just, yeah, you just tick off where you've raced. There's, that's a travel list in itself. Yeah, Canada yeah, like, and New yeah. Zealand and, and uh, Hawaii. Yeah. And, and, and Hawaii is our, our place now. We've been to Hawaii probably about half, um, six or seven times. Mm. Three, three to, to four to race it. Sorry, four to race it. Yeah. Uh, one, I actually watched it last year for the very okay. first time. I've yeah. never watched it live mm. competing. Uh, and that was something different. Yeah. Oh, so you went there to watch? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. To be on the other end. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, so what my wife's been going, going through. Yeah. yeah. So, so what's the big deal? Yeah. <laughs> Someone in a bag. What's the... <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But no, no, it's a long day for, for spectators and family. Yeah. Very, it's yeah. just longer yeah. for them. Because yeah. they're worried. We, they can't no, see you on right. the bike and they yeah. can't see us. Yeah, yeah, they don't get to see much. They see like... You go past and they're like, you're right, yep, good. And then, yeah. yeah, like Paul McCoy, they'll see you a couple of times on the run and sometimes you're trying to like guess when they're coming past and if they're not on that, you think, oh, are they in trouble or are they you know, like hurting? But they might not be. It's just that they've fallen behind pace yeah. by 10 seconds yeah. or whatever and that yeah. Your yeah, wife's like, bro, why have you rocked up in your racing gear? Like, <laughs> yeah. You just never know. Yeah. I might get a call up. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, the beauty of the sport because it, it takes you anywhere in the world now. Mm. There are half Ironman races and Ironman races right across this. Yep. China, Indonesia, Malaysia. Everywhere. Mm. Everywhere. Yeah. America. Yeah. I'm looking at Spain yeah, half yeah. next year because what I take, so Bianca and I leave in 10 days to go to Spain. Um, we take a training group over there. There's a... Oh. a um, it's called Mike's Gym. It's in Marbella. Yeah. Uh, it's a just a training camp. So we take people over, and we, essentially it's like a training holiday. Um, but it's next year. I think it's two weeks. So it was it was two weeks ago. 
So next year will be around June. So I'm going to talk to because I've booked three years ahead for this to go back to Spain for the next three years. Um, so I'm going to try and maybe move that booking ahead and do the half Ironman and then go into the training camp. Uh, That'd just, be pretty cool. Yeah, and yeah. look, to be honest, it's I don't mean to pry into uh, personal, but you actually have to have a level of uh, leadership or that to have financial gain for – not financial gain, but financial capabilities to do Ironman as well. So without knowing you, I know that you must have had enough of a high enough role in your work or that kind of stuff to afford these things as well. Yeah, I was uh, fortunate that in hotels at 23 – uh, well, at 21, 22, I was an assistant manager. Yep. And at 23, suddenly I get a phone call from the CEO of the company and says, meet me at this particular hotel at 5 o'clock. And uh, he said, I, I believe you want to be a, a licensee and be yep. the big boss. I said, yeah, well, that's why I joined the company. <laughs> yeah. He said, well, this is yours. I said, when? He said, now, take it over. No way. And that was at 23. And, and uh, with that particular year, they um, that particular company – put in a brand new bonus for all the hotel managers. They had about eight or ten hotels until maybe ten at the time. And uh, I was fortunate enough with another manager at another hotel, we equaled. So we both won that. It was a trip halfway around the world. Oh, yeah. 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 So, Brian's uh, like, what's the tiebreaker? <laughs> <laughs> what are what's we going for? Is it an arm wrestle? I'll arm wrestle you for the whole so, thing. Is it a run? Yeah. yeah, no. so, yeah. So, so it was fortunate. And then we, we went on to bigger hotels. And, yeah. And, and, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so hotel industry was, was my life, yep. and I was fortunate when we came up here to the Gold Coast. I, I managed um, the original Fisherman's Wharf yep. on the Gold Coast and actually instigated all the big stuff there because I only put in small bands at the time. Yeah. So we put in the fem, the Violent Femmes and Nirvana and Kate yep. Sproul, that sort of stuff. So yeah, you just saw Nirvana live? Yeah. yeah uh, the Fisherman's Wharf used to go off. Yeah. You see, yeah, if Dom would have missed those days. I, I, got yeah. a, I got the back end of them. So I was, <laughs> so I was always yeah. always in a but, – but I was – I suppose – I'll ask a question before. So I suppose I am just want to be a high achiever. Yeah. And that doesn't mean that you've got to win all the time. It just means yeah. you want to achieve things that you, that you yeah, definitely. go out there and yeah. able to do. And I guess that no, – yeah. Nothing's impossible. You know, the, the, the mantra of Iron Man is, is anything is possible. Mm. Uh, believe that and live it. Yeah, Iron will. Uh, yeah, mm. and, and you can achieve anything because mm. it's, it's there. It's there to be achieved. That's what it's there for. Yeah. Yeah, we're here to push ourselves, not to yeah. just float along, and, definitely. And, yeah, and, 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 but build support. And, and, and the more you – if you want to achieve anything, whether if it's a 10K run, the, 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 what I'm trying to think of it, tell people. Yeah, the accountability and that. Accountability yeah. because yeah. it becomes accountability. Mm. And, and it's no different. Cancer, I couldn't tell enough people about cancer. I wanted people to, to share it with me and, yep. and, and to, to go along with the ride. It wasn't, yeah, I've done this. and It was more about – Share it with me, and mm. we're all going to get through this together because yep. this is what you can do. If it ever happens to you or a friend of yours, mm. you can say, hey, get to a place like P3 or make sure they walk or run or swim. Yep. When I went and swam through the cancer component period, it was it was absolute heaven. Between mm. that and going to P3, it was, it was, I was in heaven because yeah. in, in the water, you're, you're weightless. Yeah. So the energy can, just sucks. Yeah. You mm. can do anything. You, you, you can water run. You can swim. You can dog paddle. You, yep. Some people just can't physically go and walk when they or can't ride a bike yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. So uh, yeah, it's just uh, but tell people and, and, and yeah, tell the story. Because... Yeah, awesome, mate. Um, that's about uh, right on what we were saying. About forty-five minutes, mate. That'll get every all of our listeners to stay on. Their attention spans last about fifty minutes, so I've got two minutes to wrap up, Dom. <laughs> I know. Oh, that was, yeah, up. that was absolutely incredible, mate. Honestly, I. There's so, so many uh, gold nuggets to go through there and, and pull apart. <clears throat> yeah, I just enjoyed listening. Yeah. So I don't know. I thought I was going to ask more questions. <laughs> yeah, we're just listening, <laughs> just yeah, listening. sitting on this side. And, and to be honest, the, uh, Brian sent me a list of, you know, I just sort of said, oh, can I get a little bit of background on some of the achievements? Honestly, they're as long as my arm. And we could sit here and rattle them off, but there's essentially he's just a high achiever. Like, And, and the, the the idea of it is that he has just kept pushing the limits, you know. So um, definitely inspiration, mate. And uh, the type of mindset is something that uh, I love to hang out with those types of people and I'd like, I, I inspire to have that as well, mate. I, I, I really do appreciate it. I know Dom appreciates it as well. Yeah. Um, 
it brings you back to a place of gratitude and just, yeah, like I said, you, you start to actually work off these basic human sort of needs like accountability and, and um, support and community and being grateful and that kind of stuff and stop worrying about all the other shit. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah. the, the reverse, and just briefly, you know, like if I went the work, the reverse, mm. it'd be total catastrophe because my wife's had cancer twelve years ago. She's now got Parkinson's disease. I've gone through cancer, uh, and and we've had some other highs and lows in life. That just, but you push to one side. You mm. just, just say, no, I can go off and do something. And and, and you know, for every adversity, life. there's always an equal or greater benefit. Always. But sometimes you just got to reach out and try and find what that is. And once you find it, then mm. that adversity is, is, is way back, is, is way back. Because yeah. will I become stronger because of the cancer? Yes, I will. Mm. Will, I become, will my wife become stronger because of her challenges? Yes, she will. Mm. Um, it's like a ripple effect too because it's oh. not only making yourself strong, you're making people around you stronger. Yeah. Your kids, you know? your grandchildren, yeah. because they don't they understand and and. and yeah, and like you said, you bring them on this journey with you. So, like, not just you are getting stronger. Mm. Everyone you've brought with you has yeah. now gained something from this. Mm. You don't want sympathy from it. You just no, you, just, no, you yeah. want their strengths. Yeah. You, want them, you want to be able to draw their strengths from yep. it so that you can get, get through. Yeah, it. yeah. yeah. it's yeah. like collective community that you've created. Yeah, mm. yep. yeah, hundred percent. And the, as you said, the alternative doesn't look much better. <laughs> so it's like yeah, that's such why, a good the look. Yeah. yeah, the alternative <laughs> is way worse. Like yeah. why? Yeah, okay, all right, I give up then. Sweet, cool. Then what happens? It's easy yeah. for us to switch to that too. But yeah, yeah it's that's incredible. That's yeah. I like that. Yeah, awesome, mate. Thanks for coming on. Pleasure. Pleasure. Um, I think that uh, if I, what I might do as well with uh, P three because there's such a for both of us and, yeah. and for Dom as well. Yeah, they've um, been great. They, they, they have been incredible, awesome. guys. Honestly, I, I might even put it in the show notes if someone, you know, on the people that are on the coast, I do have to go and check it out. Yeah. Like it's, yeah, it definitely has changed my life in in a positive yeah, way, and, and as you said as well, and Dom. So definitely a special a special mention there to Travis and Bianca. Yeah, um, and yeah, so guys, stay tuned for the next couple of weeks coming up. Big thank you to Brian for coming on thank and sharing you. yeah, your story. Thanks for that, mate. That was great. Um, Dom's got a couple now. Tom Daly's one's going to be nowhere near as good as that, but no. it's going to be hard. To, <laughs> we'll just do a couple of ones to throw away. <laughs> um, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so thank you very much, guys. Thanks for listening. If you do like it, guys, and you think there's someone in your life that could gain something from this, please share it with them. Uh, send them the link. Send them the link to our page to look uh, listen to it. Uh, it will make a massive difference. As Dom said, there's a ripple effect. So simply something like you listening to this and taking the time to listen to Brian's story and then sharing that with someone that may be going through a cancel battle, uh, battle at the time or their partner's going through it um, can make a massive ripple again. It's like the butterfly effect, you know. So one of your actions can make a reaction in a positive way. So, yeah, if you can do that for us guys and for Brian, that would be lovely. And onwards and upwards.